Welcome to this week's episode, the last episode, of uh, Whiskey and Aftermash. We're going to be looking this week at uh, Aftermash Season 2, Episode 6, Ward is Hell, Season 2, Episode 7, Saturday's Heroes, and Season 2, pardon me, Episode 9? I think I misnumbered in here somewhere. Right, Wet six, seven. feet. Wet six, feet. seven, eight. Okay. Um, mm. You want to start off? Well, uh, starting off with Warder's Hell, the basic um, plots are <laughs> the new doctor, Dr. Caldwell, is following Dr. Boyer around. Dr. Boyer is not looking well. Mm-hmm. Um, he has chills, no appetite, um, sweating profusely. Mm. Um, let's see. Also, Klinger is running a scams. He's taking bets on, like, what the first three numbers are going to be after a certain time, like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. What phone? Over... What phone lines are going to be? Well, not just phone lines. It's the first three numbers that come over the PA after. Oh yeah. because if it's room or. Mm-hmm. Um. Doctor Werner to Ward Three. Doctor Werner to Ward Three. So that would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nurse Baker, please pick up line seven. Nurse Baker, line seven. So that would be three, three, seven. Well, I think it would be three, seven, and then whatever the next one was. Yeah. So those were the two mm-hmm. main plots. Again, a lot going on because we everyone has their <laughs> lines in these. I think those were the two main um, stories, though. And then everyone kind of gets into it. Like, I love when Father Mulcahy, uh, Boyer, you know, he's so stubborn. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, they always say doctors make the worst patients. Mm-hmm. Well, he would start escaping, and every time he would, Father Mulcahy would pick him up and put him back in yeah, bed. Fireman's carry. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was trying to help uh, Caldwell take sutures out of a guy, and Mulcahy just. Get back in bed. But to be fair, Caldwell was like putzing and he's not confident. In fact, he ends up talking. He's an intern. (laughs) He ends up talking to the psychologist whose name I I can't think of. Dudziak. Okay, Dudziak. And he actually went in there for her to talk to Boyer. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, tell me about you. And we find Mm -hmm. out his... He's very concerned about his own, what is that? Um, Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> his own abilities. He is. Mm-hmm. Well, he's an intern. He's an intern. Yeah. Yeah. But Boyer did have a staph infection. Yeah. That's what it turned out to be. Mm-hmm. And you get those a lot in army hospitals, first of all. I don't know if cleanliness is... At the top of the list. You'd think it would be. It's a hospital, but mm-hmm. it's a VA. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people running around, so you know, yeah. do what well, you can. Well, a hospital is one of the dirtiest places you can be. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> as much as they try it, it, it yeah. Except your house right it's now, just... because your daughter and your wife had the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of vitamin C. <laughs> I'm just praying. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
but um and they this nothing ever came of this i don't think hmm. but um the chief of staff came in and mentioned that they couldn't find boyer's medical records oh yeah no i'm sure that that would have been a a long uh long play plot point but i i think the series ended before they got to use that okay so they were planning maybe ahead or something i think so because i i couldn't figure out why mm-hmm. he brought it up and then just said oh forget it because boyer just got up and said hey if i can't be here i'll leave mm-hmm. and he's like no get back in bed we'll figure it out mm-hmm. yeah no i'm sure and then that no one ever said up. another word about it mm-hmm. yeah no I, wainwright was also just wait being a dick. Oh my gosh, he's so mean. Yeah, talking about, um, you know, worst that can happen with a staph infection, they're going to take a little off the bottom. <laughs> Nobody will know. It's not like you're taking it off the top. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, do, do you have any medals or anything that can help prove that you actually served? You know, I mean. Besides the leg thing. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. Don't. Yeah, he was just being. He was a just dick. being. A, yeah. He was. I'll say he was being a dick. I don't mind <sighs> and saying. Continues it. to be that, mm-hmm. which is ironic. You'll think next episode. I can't figure out what. Mm. Never mind. So Klinger's mm-hmm. running around trying to get help because he can't keep up with his gams. It's that. So he asks Father Mulcahy. Father Mulcahy says no. So he asks um, his wife, Sun Lee. She says mm. yes, and Mrs. Potter says yes, and yeah. mm. which causes a big conflict at the end. Yeah, but I, before that, I okay. do love how um, Mildred is um, selling these tickets in like the administrator's private dining room in the cafeteria. Potter comes in, sees her. And says, Mildred, you can't be doing this. And then she makes a comment. Well, that's all right, Shern. Then the Clingers can just stay with us forever. And we can keep helping Sun Lee with the baby. And he looks Mommy. at her. Move over. Two lines. No waiting. <laughs> he was helping. That was mm. funny. He's but, like, you can't do this to me. I'm chief of staff. You can't. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. You can't. Was... Yeah. But then. Unless it gets rid of Clinger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Soon Lee buys a ticket and it ends up being the winning ticket, and that mm-hmm. blows up the scam in Max's face because you can't buy the tickets when you're the seller. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know that. Well, he told her she just didn't listen. Oh, I think she didn't understand the ramifications if they actually won. Plus, I mean, if Klinger, you know, Klinger points out, "I'm the house," which means you're the house. And the house can't win directly. Directly. But, you know, like, he was taking, what, 10% off of whatever the cut. And it was 600 I think. Yeah, said. so that would have been 60 But whatever the cost of her ticket was, that was coming out of their 10% anyway. Mm-hmm. Regardless if they won. So, it, it was just, yeah, interesting. Because then everybody got up in a huff uh, about it. And uh, Klinger ends up refunding everybody's tickets that time and probably uh that probably ruined his chances to sell any more in the future i imagine i would imagine yeah i do like how this ended though um 
lawyer who was crabby, oh, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the psychiatrist mm-hmm. came in, and she asked his favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. And then the intern came in and was mm-hmm. his own yanky self. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Potter came in, and Mrs. Potter. And um, Klinger, I think, was was Klinger there? I doubt it, but it's possible. But anyway, the whole room yeah. was full, mm-hmm. and they were talking about comedians. Mm-hmm. And then finally, they said, "You know what? Let's." It's, it's time to go. It's time we to go. Probably. And then he says, "Oh, but mm-hmm. wait! I love this part. Of, this reminds mm-hmm. me of." And then he starts telling a comic act, mm-hmm. and they all came back and they had mm-hmm. a little party. They did talk a little bit about. Um, everyone kept saying their favorite. Comedian was someone I never heard of, Edgar Kennedy. Have you ever heard of him? No. Yeah, I haven't either. So I, and I, I know a lot of the old stuff. So I think that's odd. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to. As much as Boyer was not enjoying being a patient, he didn't want to be left alone, which was interesting. Um. You know, something along those lines that I. I don't know why they did it because they didn't use it anywhere else was when Boyer was there and Sherman came in on his rounds. Oh, yeah. Boyer made some crack about, you know, well, I bet you're glad seeing me here and Potter just... You're just a number. And just kept going. He was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not Potter, so he was making a point, but then we never get the point. And that's what annoyed me. It's like, if you're going to do what you just did with Potter's character, there needs to be a point. Because he would only do that for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he, he just looked like someone that didn't really care. Someone, mm-hmm. you're just a number to me. Yeah, because it was those old guy circle, big circle glasses and... Maybe it was his point that you need to start noticing your oh, patients more. I'm sure it was, but then that should come up. Right. It didn't. It was right, just. It didn't. It happened, and it never came up again. And it's like, no, no. He just walked out, and it was. Pot- Potter wouldn't do that in an episode. But um, let's see here. I still don't think Klinger would stay in a mental ward. And miss his child and wife. Oh, well. Well. That's their way of keeping him there, I guess. Yeah. I I think that went off the rails. I think that was not a great choice on how to end season one with Klinger. And it may have had something to do in the long run with um, the cancellation of the show. I mean, not to mention that it was too busy. Yes. Which these were. These three episodes could have been five. Oh, easily. You know, and maybe... It was just that they knew they were getting canceled, so they compressed them. But Let's get it all in. But this is how the show normally goes anyway. Yeah. So I doubt it. Um, shall we keep going? Sure. Season 2, Episode 7, Saturday's Heroes. Uh, Max is heading home in the custody of Soon Lee, and the Potters are heading out to give them some privacy in the house. Boyer, we see him. Now, this is another thing where, like, we see this happening, but... It's not brought up again or for any real reason. He's taking a bath, scrubbing himself, scrubs his leg as he raises it out of the tub, 
then picks up his other leg from outside the tub and scrubs that. And that's it. I know. Just... Why? What did that add? What did that add to the story? Nothing. You, you could got... have taken that time and elaborated on one of the other things. <laughs> but no. Instead, you know, the only real reason for that would be we got to see Boyer in a tub. Ostensibly naked. Okay. Um, Wainwright is talking to his wife. And uh, then he's going down in the hospital, walking around, and encounters Dudziak dealing with a patient who was brought back by the police. And the uh, patient was trying to get to somewhere. Real. Oh, yeah. Had hotel room booked and everything. Uh, but his pass was not for real, obviously. So Wainwright, in his uh, unlimited intelligence, decides to cancel all passes to prevent this from happening ever again. And that does not sit well with any of the mental patients. Klinger included, because then Klinger breaks out of... Because he was all dressed and ready mm -hmm. to go. Like, yeah. he was set to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he broke out of General General to go home and see Sun Lee. The Potters are leaving, and uh, Mrs. Potter oh, no. said that they would take Alma as far as Columbus. To meet Mr. Boinker, Norman mm. Boinky. Boinky. I, yeah. That name just goes right through me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. Sad. All of a sudden, I wonder if that was somebody... Uh, I'm going to look something up okay, as I Wayne talk. Okay, Wainwright. Oh, okay, keep going. But, um, yeah, so Wainwright is getting down on himself. So he ends up in the recovery room bar. Boyer ends up in the recovery room bar. And they have one of these very interesting moments where they kind of trade insults and then become drinking buddies. And uh, they both get very drunk. Like, yeah, to the point where... Uh, Wainwright goes, hey, I have an idea. I'm going to put this blindfold on, and you spin me around. I'm going to throw the darts. Okay? Where are the darts? Okay, here we go. Did I hit it? And then the camera pans, looks at, uh, Boyer. No, you missed. And they're in his leg, leg. and Wally goes... Is that your real one? And Boyer says, I'm not sure. The thing is, we watched him throw them, and it wasn't hard enough to penetrate a wooden leg. So, okay. <laughs> that bothered me a little. Okay. I, I would not have thought of that. Uh, then, um, they end up at the Potters, but uh, before that, Clear does get there. And uh, before Sumi does anything, she wants to figure out a name for their son because they haven't figured that out yet. So she brings in a fortune teller. Um, and... Uh, sorry, I'm just looking. They pick the name. Oh, well. Um, yeah, they pick first Jackie Robinson Klinger, I think. That was the name. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, you know, then Klinger's just trying to hustle 
suddenly up to the bedroom, and as he does, in come the Potters. The darn car busted! So now Alma's there, the Potters are there, the Clingers are there, um, and Mildred decides that they should have the christening for the baby, so Father Mulcahy shows up, um, and then the fortune teller comes back, and Boyer and Wainwright show up, and this just really goes back to what we're saying about this show is too dense with plot. Because when you literally have every character plus a couple extra in the scene, I mean, the what's his name was there. The 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 guy. Boinker. Boinker. He's you know, he was there, he had a line, he doesn't matter to the series in any way, but he had a line. I think the baby had a line. You know, and we don't even see the baby. It, it's too much. It's too much. And it was really sad because Boinger came in, took one look at Alma and left. Mm-hmm. It's just not that. Like, I don't understand. I don't think so. But that was... It was kind of interesting. It was just mean. Yeah. Because... kind of mean. Well, and, I mean, it was it was a direct play um, off of the fortune teller. Because the fortune teller, when she came back in for the christening, she took one look at Alma and said, You need to be comfortable with being alone. Yeah. And then just kept going. It's like, oh my goodness. It's kind of mean. <laughs> I'm trying to see who played blinker but i can't the the um, imdb on this is of course atrocious because all of a sudden i think it's armin schwimmer armin schwimmer and i'm i don't think it was but i'm not sure either i'm gonna I'm, i want to look now and i don't really want to look but i'm going to okay anyway um that's basically the deal. Um, they do the christening. Wally's there, seeing all the family. He seems very choked up, very emotional. I want to talk to my wife and kids. Sharon, can I use your phone? Yeah, it's over there. Oh. Picks up. Hello? Security? There's an escaped mental patient here. Oh, yeah, and Dudziak was there as well. <laughs> I forgot she came over with uh, just before Francis. <sighs> yeah, everyone was there. Mm -hmm. They did change the name. We didn't mention that yet. During the christening, they oh, changed the yeah. baby's name. To Cy Young. To Cy Young, mm -hmm. which is, you know, the Cy Young Award. One yeah. of the biggest baseball players ever. You say so? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I do. All right. I, I trust <sighs> your... Your, your knowledge on that. Um, the, the two things that I really loved out of this episode happened right at the end. First of all, when Boyer and Wainwright show up, again, they're drunk as a skunk. You know, and uh, Boyer, looking for a place to sit, sees Alma in an armchair, goes over and just sits on her lap. <laughs> How you doing, Red? <laughs> oh, he likes to pick Dr. Up. Boyer! I don't think this is proper. 
Oh. Well, I'll just sit here until it gets proper, okay? <laughs> How's that treat you, Red? And then uh, the after commercial scene was Dudziak uh, checking in on Klinger in isolation. And he thanks her. And then we see Soon Lee in the padded cell with him. <laughs> it's the first time they got alone time. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, interestingly enough, um, oh, I'm looking at the wrong one, even. I'm sorry. Still, yet. so that's Saturday's Heroes. Um, which then I was looking at the wrong one. That is Saturday's Heroes. Right. Oh, you weren't looking at it. On the other one, I was looking at, uh, Wet Feet. Ah, because that's on, last. Yeah, on Saturday's Heroes, interestingly enough, in the copy we have, Australia 10 was in the lower left-hand corner. So this was recorded from an Australian TV station. I thought that was neat. Um, Alright, so yeah. The last episode. Season 2, episode 8, I guess? Wet, wet Feet. Uh, according to the internet, there was another episode written. All Day, All Night, Mary Ann. Never produced. Never oh. released. Uh, no director or anything because it was never made. But, anyway. Uh, Wet Feet. The other note here. It was not aired in America. But, uh, Wet Feet. You know. Rain, rain, go away. Yes? Of all the episodes to go out on. I think this is the most thematically correct that they could have possibly chosen. Because it was the most like MASH. You think? I think so. Um, I didn't take a whole lot of notes on this one. Yeah, I know. You gave up. You literally <laughs> I, said that. I, you, you There's said Ryan's that. writing. <laughs> yeah, yep. But uh, Alma comes in pretty quickly saying that uh, General General is serving as an emergency evacuation and triage center because it had been raining for six days. and No one could go home, even Potter, who lived five houses away. I live 500 yards away. I can run back. <sighs> no, you have to stay here, sir. And so it's the state of emergency, and... That's going on out in the hospital, and since nobody can leave, I don't know why it's most like mash. Okay. In the supply yeah. room, there's a poker game. Yeah. And, and there's Klinger and Colonel Potter, and Boyer was there, and I think Father Mulcahy was there right away. And then there was a patient there. Um, and in a very early scene, it was very reminiscent of, um, what was it? Not a smattering of intelligence. It was the one where we first see Frank Winters as Colonel Flagg. Or where we first see Frank Winters. He wasn't Colonel Flagg. He was a CID man who came down because Hawkeye and BJ, or Hawkeye and Trapper operated on another CID man, and he was supposed to be present. And Burns comes in on a poker game, uh, and uh, he's pointing out that those two were the ones who did that. And, you know, they say he's fine. He didn't say anything. Uh, the only thing he said under sedation was, honey, you're the greatest. 
Aren't you going to do something? Yeah, deal me in. And the same thing happens here. Alma is giving Wainwright a tour, and they come in on this, and she says, I'm so glad you're here to do something, sir. And what would that be? I'm going to get dealt in. Yep. So he sits down to play. And uh, then she huffs off. But now we have a poker game where, oh, deal me, deal me out was the episode. Because that's basically what happens here. Is there are other things going on in the hospital where people keep getting dealt in and dealt out. And Wainwright is making a killing because... I'm a Washington, D.C. man. You think this is tough? You should try D.C. politics. Har, har, har. I'll raise you 20. Uh, Dudziak ends up at the table at one point, and then Bob comes in. Yeah, Bob. At the end. Lots of money. And cleans out Wainwright. We'll get to Bob. That's and now it's like, woohoo, yay, Bob. Yeah. It's the first time I like Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... You know, we have a mental ward patient. Oh, yeah, this is the part that reminds me of Nash. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's having real trouble with all the rain, and he tells Dudziak, you know, it's hard because the Chinese used to attack in the rain because you couldn't hear them coming. And so it finally gets to him too much, and he breaks out of the mental ward when a nurse is coming in, Locks himself in a supply closet. And that's when they come and get the psychiatrist out of the game. Just like they did Sydney at one point. Ah. Uh, and uh, it's really interesting. Boyer lost his shirt in the poker game. He goes out after her. Guy barricaded himself in the supply room. He grabs a fire axe and goes, Six feet away from the door, fella! Why didn't anyone else think of this? <laughs> now they got him. Um, uh, what? You know, it's that sort of thing. It's just very mash-like. Uh, Bob ends up at the poker game, and Wainwright says, "What could you possibly do? You're a permanent resident. What do you got in there? Buttons and chewing gum? I got a few buttons in here. Yeah, you know." Underneath my $16,000. Bob, sit down over there. <laughs> you got a good Bob voice. <laughs> good old man voice. Would you like a cigar, Bob? <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. <laughs> All right, this is going to be my game. Gin. <laughs> and everybody Which turned out to be a... Uh, um, well, no. Oh, that wasn't the... Screen? No, because then at the end... Uh, when Wainwright huffs off, Wainwright calls him, and Wainwright had been, you know, one-upping everybody, and, uh, he has two, three twos and two threes, and Bob goes, oh, shucks, I don't got that. Potter looks at his hand, Bob, you have a royal flush. A royal flush, yeah. And Wainwright just, like, huffs off, and once he leaves, Bob... Uh, Potter says something like, Wow, Bob, that was really lucky. <laughs> you could say that. And he has the so deck on the table, and he flips it and runs his finger along the top of the deck back and forth so that it doesn't, like, completely flip. He takes the flip 
and then moves it back up the deck and back down the deck and then scoops it. What do you think I've been doing here for 30 years, Sarge? You gotta have some hobbies. <laughs> he got good at poker. Um, There was a man who came in. Oh, yeah. A patient, and Dr. Caldwell was taking care of him. And he mm. kept complaining about his sore sore, sore sore That's hard to say. Sore shoulder? Sore shoulder. Sore yeah, shoulder, that. sore shoulder, sore, sore shoulder. Sore shoulder. <laughs> and, but his arm was broken. So mm. that's all Caldwell saw was the broken arm. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, he, taking he was care plastering of him. him, and then the guy goes, "I just," uh. and he fell right over. And um, Caldwell got the nurse to get Doctor Boyer. Boyer came in, and uh, I thought it was a heart attack. Yeah, it ended up being shock and a ruptured spleen because of the ruptured spleen. Right. Yeah, it wasn't a heart attack. It was shock due to the ruptured spleen that Caldwell wasn't treating, and that could have killed the guy. And Boyer said, if you had checked him like you were supposed to, you would have caught this. But the kid was being kind of cocky. Mm-hmm. And just saying, it's just a broken arm. Your shoulder's mm-hmm. fine. I x-rayed it. Your shoulder's fine. Mm-hmm. So, so know, he Boyer, does have a lot to learn. Yeah. Which plays into the final scene, which is, um, well, first of all, Wainwright, when he first got in the game, there was a patient there who was saying how the last time this sort of thing happened at General General, the administrator was seen as a great hero because he ran the evacuation so successfully and helped save lives and all this. So Wainwright, yeah. seeing an opportunity, and said, oh, well, I mean, if you really want to send, you know, a reporter and photographer, as long as they stay out of the way, I, I suppose... And then um, it actually happens. There was, I don't remember exactly what caused it, but... Everywhere. Of... There was triage going on. Mm-hmm. There were patients everywhere. And this is where... I think it was some sort of tornado. Or, oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, you're someone right. someone said something about a tornado hit. Mm-hmm. And so they were bringing in patients, and they were laying tornado everywhere. Break. And, you know, it it looked Klinger exactly really like knew what he mash. was doing. Yeah. Here's Alma screaming orders, and Klinger just starts telling people what to do. And was and, good at it, because that's well, what he did. Yeah, and she's like, who who do you think you are? It's like, I'm in charge. Get her out of here. And then two orderlies bodily carry her off. Um, the doctors are working. Caldwell stops, steps out of an elevator right into this. And Boyer's working on somebody. And then a nurse, like, pulls Caldwell over. Doctor, and... She's trying to engage him in the triage. And he looks over at Boyer, and Boyer just nods. And then Caldwell shakes his head and gets into it. Wainwright had no idea what well, to do. He was in yeah. shock himself, I think. Well, and, and he was trying to play it up for the um, the press that just got there. And uh, the interesting part was then Klinger was down there and ordering Wainwright around. Like, Get pick up that end. I'm the administrator. Yeah, well, right now you're just a corpsman. Grab the gurney. That sort of deal. And they were taking pictures of Klinger as the hero. Who are you? A mental patient. Come on! And uh, so that ended up on the front page. Instead of Administrator Save City, it was Shin Running Hospital. 
Um, but yeah, you know, even Father Mulcahy. So yeah, that part was mash like. Yeah, and yeah, even yeah. even Father Mulcahy, I think it was with Caldwell maybe, pulls out the whole um, "Let me help you, son." But you're a priest, and I've also doubled as a nurse and a doctor and an orderly. You do whatever you have to in these situations, my son. And he, you know, grabs a litter. And it just, we actually end, uh, well, not the post-commercial scene, but we end the normal um, episode with a overhead shot, very much like we had in M.A.S.H., watching the medical staff work. And, you know, start to do what they can, get IVs going, um, all of that. The post-commercial scene is Wainwright flipping out over not being on the front of the paper. But otherwise, it's, that's fine. You know, it's like, out of all the episodes, I think this is a good one to go Still had way too much. Look, we we probably just talked for half an hour on a 20-minute show. Yeah, no, absolutely. This was a page and a half of notes, and it shouldn't have been. You know, it's like That's why every I... single person's involved again, and every single person yeah. has a line, and every single, you mm-hmm. know, I, I know they tried to do it like MASH, which, thank goodness they did, mm-hmm. but they're still giving everyone and their yeah. brother and sister a line. Yeah, and they don't need it. No. They absolutely don't need it. So, um... If they would have just taken the poker game, they could have ran with that and had... Well, poker game and triage. And triage. That's all you need. Mix the lost the guy with the shoulder. I mm-hmm. don't know what that had to do with anything. Yeah, like well, you know. Well, I mean, I understand that it was showing that Caldwell still, like you said, still had a lot to learn. But well, we don't need to know that. It didn't need to be ten minutes of the episode. Right. It was ugh, so long. Mm-hmm. And um. Well, that, since yeah. I, I need to say something, since this is probably our last episode we're doing, right? I need to thank yeah. Chris Pullman oh, so much you. because we have just spent two and a half wonderful yeah. years going through MASH and after MASH every Sunday, and he has put everything together. He has done, I show up, <laughs> I get to have a few drinks, <laughs> watch a good show, and sit up here and talk or with you af- people. Or after MASH. I mean, a good show or, or after, or after MASH. MASH, which <laughs> I, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean... And then he comes, puts all this together, does all the computer stuff, does, uh, puts it all up there for you to watch and or listen to, and hopefully you enjoy. And someday someone from Mash is going to hear it and <laughs> say, oh, "Let's get a hold of them. I need to." And then we'll be back. Yeah. Um. So I just want to say thank you. It was oh, yeah. it was a cool. fun two and a half years, but I now agree. it's time for a break. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and thank you for agreeing to do this because I mean. You didn't have to, you know, by any means. And it was it was nice to get to spend this time on Sundays getting to know my mother-in-law. And my son-in-law. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it, it was just a really nice bonding experience, and I appreciate that opportunity. So thank you, Gloria, for and that. thank yeah. you for all the hard work. My yeah. goodness. Oh, absolutely. And thank all, all, all of, of you, you, yes. you know, for tuning in week after week um, and for sharing this. I know that many of you have. And, uh, you know, we don't know what we're going to do next. We are going to take a break and hope, if nothing else, I'm going to get on here and do something else in the interim until we figure something else out. I'm hoping either Laura or Ben will or do both. something with, or both, will do something or do it with me. Or something. But, but we're not, I'm not going to just leave no content out there, you know? 
I'll figure something out. Um, and you'll see it out on the feed. Um, I'll link it out on the Whiskey and After, or the Whiskey and Mash page. I'll link to it on the uh, Whiskey and Mash Facebook. And at the very least, if you head over to our website, narclaninc.com, that's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com, go to the podcast link. Under there, you'll start seeing new podcasts. Because this one is done. It's complete, uh, but it'll be out there forever and always. Uh, you know, just go out to Apple Podcast or iTunes or you know Google Podcast. I don't know exactly what all is out there. I just use Podcast Republic on my Android phone, and that's where I get mine. I subscribe to the channels I like, such as Whiskey and Mash, and then everything downloads automatically, just like you can do. Or if you listen to MP3s, you can go to our website, go to that podcast link, go to the Whiskey Mash page. We have MP3 versions of all of these hosted out there for you. You can download those to your MP3 playing device and listen to them at your leisure. And if you do, we would really like to hear your feedback. Even, you know, though we're done, once we start up another podcast, we can take that uh, advice that feedback going forward so that we can make that one better. Um, and you know, just if you enjoyed what we did here and you want to help support it, best way you can do that, share us, share, um, the, the like podcast family, you know, share whiskey mash if you want, but keep an ear out for what we're going to be doing next. It'll be on our website. Check on that and our Facebook page. Like I said, but yeah. So, for the last time, I'm Gloria Ackerman. I'm Chris Pullman. Have a great week. Mm-hmm. Or year. Or life. Or... True. <laughs> it's true, yeah. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Happy sad. Two, yeah. Two years and probably... I mean, I couldn't find out when the well, first post was, but... It was Ryan... Ten months. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.